Hello and welcome to episode 4 of WeLead's podcast series. In today's episode, we will be reading from an essay on mental education and concentration written by the mother of Pondicherry, who worked closely with Sri Aurobindo, who in turn considered her to be of equal yogic stature to him and called her the mother. She says, of all lines of education, mental education is the most widely known and practiced. Yet, except in a few rare cases, there are gaps which make it something very incomplete and in the end quite insufficient. Generally speaking, schooling is considered to be all the mental education that is necessary. And when a child has been made to undergo for a number of years a methodical training, which is more like cramming than true schooling, it is considered that whatever is necessary for his mental development has been done. Nothing of the kind. Even conceding that the training is given with due measure and discrimination and does not permanently damage the brain, it cannot impart to the human mind the faculties it needs to become a good and useful instrument. The schooling that is usually given can at the most serve as a system of gymnastics to increase the suppleness of the brain. From this standpoint, each branch of human learning represents a special kind of mental gymnastics and the verbal formulations given to these various branches each constitute a special and well-defined language. A true mental education which will prepare man for a higher life has five principal phases. Normally, these phases follow one after another, but in exceptional individuals, they may alternate, alternate or even proceed simultaneously. These five phases in brief are development of the power of concentration, that is the capacity of attention, development of the capacities of expansion, widening, complexity and richness, something that we could think of as lateral thinking. Third, organization of one's ideas around a central idea, a higher ideal or a supremely luminous idea that will serve as a guide in life. Four, thought control, rejection of undesirable thoughts to become able to think only what one wants and when one wants. Five, Development of mental silence, perfect calm and a more and more total receptivity to inspirations coming from the higher regions of the being. Undeniably, what most impedes mental progress in children is the constant dispersion of their thoughts. Their thoughts flutter hither and thither like butterflies and they have to make a great effort to fix them. Yet. This capacity is latent in them, for when you succeed in arousing their interest, they are capable of a good deal of attention. Now that we finished reading the passage, I would like to leave the listeners with a thought to contemplate on. Reports suggest that on an average, middle-class urban adult consumes approximately 34 gigabytes of data every day. This is the equivalent of one lakh words. 
This content streamed through television, social media, smartphones, tablets, and other gadgets is one of the biggest challenges faced by schools, colleges, teachers, parents, and employers in getting children and people focused and to be able to concentrate on the work at the center, to work in hand. This tsunami of information is washing away the human ability to concentrate, indulge in deep thinking, and focus. As parents, teachers, educators, and employers, what are we doing to combat this? Please send your feedback, thoughts, and comments to training at vild.edu.in. You can like or subscribe to this podcast channel. Thank you and have a great day.